Hey, good afternoon. Actually, good evening to everyone in our BNAS family and whoever might be uh, dialing into our podcast here. Kind of a special edition today um, for a number of reasons. <laughs> As you guys are aware of uh, here in the Brookings area, we've had our fair share of, of COVID flare-up, okay? And so we're dealing with that, which meant it's, it's made some alterations to our normal weekly gatherings. Um, tonight, Wednesday, the uh, 4th of August, we were supposed to meet together for a training on preparation for 21 days of prayer. Well, we're going the next best route, and that's providing some training through the mode of our podcast. And so I'm hoping that this can be just as meaningful, just as informative to help prepare all of our hearts for the upcoming 21 days of prayer, which begins uh, this coming Sunday, August 8th. And between August 8th and August 28th, our church will be engaging in prayer with other churches all around the country. And um, it's going to look a little bit different at the beginning, but I'll explain more of that at the end, how to make sure we can take the fullest advantage of this time as a community of faith in 21 Days of Prayer. But what I want to focus on uh, this evening with you is a tool that can help, I don't know, help resource you, help equip you the best way possible as we journey through these 21 Days of Prayer. Um, I was introduced to this resource back in May when we had our district assembly up at uh, Church on the Hill in McMinnville, and they made available to everyone a prayer guide that looks a lot like this. It says, pray first on it. You should have, you should have received an email uh, from me yesterday that was kind of an overall letter that explain just some of the changes coming up. But within that, I talked about 21 days of prayer and um, the link. I provided the link to this prayer guide, okay? It's a 76-page prayer guide that I want to go over with you here in our, in our broadcast. Um, but um, you can print that out if you want. You can view it online, on your computer, however you want to do it. But it's the same, the same guide that we used uh, up last May up in McMinnville. And it's the same guide that's going to be used during the 21 days of prayer that's happening all over the country. So here's, here's the, I think, the big question that people have when it comes into times of a prayer emphasis, right? Whether we do, you know, maybe we've participated in these before, a 24-hour prayer vigil, or, um, you know, a certain number of days at a certain time that we sign up to pray for, right? And the big question that a lot of people have is, what do I pray? How do I stay focused in this prayer time? And, and I hope, too, another question that maybe uh, you've asked is, what, what long-term benefits can I experience from engaging in some very persistent focused, intense prayer. We call it PFI prayer. Because I think the last thing we want is for us to go through something like 21 days of prayer, the 21 days get done, and then it's, you know, back to what we normally do. I think from a, from a habit-forming standpoint, 
You do anything for three weeks, <laughs> the same thing for three weeks, and it forms a habit. So I, I'm hoping that as we journey together through 21 days of prayer, that it begins to form some long-term prayer disciplines. And I think this book, this guidebook, can help us get more specific in the different varied ways that we can pray. So there's seven sections of this uh, prayer guide that I want to go over with us um, in our time together. And I, I'm going to try to keep this short. Um, it's, it's, uh, I want to keep this less than 30 minutes, but hopefully you'll find this to be valuable as we enter into 21 days of prayer. So the first section of this uh, pray first prayer resource is the Lord's Prayer, okay? And again, this is a prayer that we are very familiar with. It's a prayer that Jesus himself uh, modeled for the disciples. And um, so in your guidebook, you'll find a whole prayer outline specifically devoted to the Lord's Prayer. Like, how do I, how do I break the Lord's Prayer down in such a way that it becomes something very active, very vital in my life? Okay, a lot of times something like the Lord's Prayer can be uh, kind of a rote exercise in, um, you know, uh, the monotony of prayer or just this is just something we we just have to do. Right. Because we're part of the church. Um, we're part of of the religious community. And so the Lord's Prayer is just just something that we say. Well, what you'll find in this prayer guide is it really helps us focus on the, um, the relationship that's fostered with God as we pray the Lord's Prayer. So I want to make sure that you guys take the time to go through this first section of the Lord's Prayer. And, and here's, here's the thing. Um, if you're kind of a numbers guy, I'm kind of a numbers guy when it comes to trying to remember how do I work my way through 21 days of prayer. So in this section, you're going to have seven, in this teaching I'm doing, you have seven sections. Okay, so here we go with the numbers. You take 21, you divide it by seven. What does that leave you? Three, okay? You can spend three days in each of these seven sections. It's, again, it's not the way, it's a way to kind of help keep you focused, keep you on track. So if we approach the 21 days of prayer using our prayer guide, then the first three days can be focused on the Lord's Prayer. And just divide that up however you want. Um, now remember, each of our 21 days of prayer, you're going to have access to uh, an online viewing opportunity here at the church. Now again, because of COVID, the first week of 21 days of prayer, I'm going to be making sure you get the link for each night's view, and you can view it at home uh, you know, on your own computer, your device, whatever you want to view it on, because we won't be meeting here. But we, the intention is to start meeting here on Monday night. It would be August 16th, okay? From 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., we'll be meeting here. But in the meantime, begin to practice using the guidebook, the Lord's Prayer, in the first three days. So you'll see that as you look in the guidebook. Now, the next point that it comes to after the Lord's Prayer, I'm scrolling on my computer screen here to get to it, uh, is uh, bullet point number two, 
is the tabernacle prayer. Now, this is a powerful prayer, okay? This is a prayer that I worked with the prayer team. We meet on Thursdays. And what it does is this tabernacle prayer takes you through various stations of the tabernacle coming from the outer courts into the Holy of Holies. And this section is completely, um, it paces you through very visually of these different elements of the tabernacle prayer. And it's a, just a powerful worship experience. It really is. And that, it's more than just a prayer. And so you'll find, and, and in the guidebook here, I printed off the um, just the tabernacle prayer part where you work your way from the outer courts to the brazen altar, to the laver, to the table of shewbread, to the altar of incense, okay? And then it takes you into the Ark of the Covenant. And then once you're at the Ark of the Covenant, you enter into the most holy place, or sometimes it's referred to as the Holy of Holies. In that place, in each of those stations, the guidebook helps you focus on a certain experience in each of those places in the temple. Um, it paces you through some scripture, and there's even a couple of songs that are in there. It's a wonderful individual worship experience, or you can do this in your B group. Um, there's a lot of different ways in which this tabernacle prayer can be um, embraced. I'm making sure I'm staying on my timer here. I got 30 minutes, 20 minutes to go. Um, but I highly encourage you to take advantage of this tabernacle prayer. It is a powerful, powerful resource, all right? The next section of the prayer book, okay, the, the resource guide, as I move to it here, and I should have printed off a whole thing. I'm kind of doing this on the fly here, you guys, so just uh, bear with me. All right, here we go. Here we go, Ark of the Covenant. Okay, the next section is the... Um, <laughs> How are we doing, Josh? We're doing great. <laughs> okay, praying scripture. All right, this is the third part of the prayer guide. One of the most important things to understand about prayer is that this is our this is our foremost way in communicating with our Heavenly Father, needs in our heart, um, burdens that we carry, um, things that we desire. Um, sometimes our prayer is focused on adoring God, right, or worshiping Him. One of the one of the easiest ways to do that, you guys, is praying Scripture. In this section of the prayer guide, it is full of prayer scriptures. Uh, a lot of them are based out of Psalms, but there's many throughout the Bible of prayers that we can directly take this scripture passage and offer it to the Father in prayer. It is another powerful way. So again, as we work our way through 21 days of prayer, you can take the, the another section of three days where your own prayer time, aside from what we do in our 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. time here at the church, is your own prayer time praying specific scriptures. You may already have some that you are just very familiar with, that you pray uh, very often, okay, in, in your own prayer time and your prayer routines and how you spend time with the Lord. But I would highly encourage that you make a just a, a very persistent, focused, uh, intense, intentional time of prayer praying certain scriptures. And so in the guidebook, you'll see various scriptures that are devoted to praying scripture. 
Okay, that's the third section. The fourth section is the prayer of Jabez, okay? And I want to read this to you. Um, there was a, a book, a small book written, oh, probably going to say maybe 12, 15 years ago, called The Prayer of Jabez. And it's based out of a section of scripture in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. And it says this, Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Now, this is a very simple prayer. And, and again, what I want to be cautious of here, and I'll, I'll kind of give this as a caveat, prayers are not some magic formula. Okay, just just be clear on that. <laughs> prayer is our communication to the God of the universe. And through prayer, we both offer and receive life and peace and encouragement and direction from God. Okay, so there's no one prayer. There's not even a, a set, you know, praying the sinner's prayer. That's something that kind of we came up with. That's not necessarily something that's, that's based out of Scripture. But we can pray prayers in such a way that we get really specific with God about what, what we desire, what we are searching for, what we are seeking. The prayer of Jabez is like that. It's an example of someone's very specific prayer to God about what they desired, okay? How they wanted to see God's power manifested in their life. And so this guidebook helps you pray in such a way to teach us the power of having specific prayer, okay? Um, sometimes in our prayer life, it can get kind of stale because we um, we begin to pray the old, what are called the just be with me prayers, right? You've heard of those before. Lord, just be with me about this and just be with me about that. Sometimes we pray that for different people in, in different times of their life where we're not sure specifically how to um how to how to ask God for something. And so oftentimes in our lack of understanding or or maybe we're not feeling confident in our prayers, we pray some prayers that are pretty gen general. Lord, just be with them. Well, he's always going to be with them. He has promised, okay, you look at a passage of scripture, Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 18, the very last promise of that section, Jesus says, and I will be with you till the end of the age. So we know that God's presence is always with us. We don't have to invite God to be with us. But the, something like the prayer of Jabez teaches us to pray prayers that are far more specific, more direct, more focused. And it's in those times that I believe the heart of God is just blessed. And then we begin to see things occur in our lives as a result of specific prayers. And so the prayer of Jabez is an example. And so you'll see in the guidebook, it kind of guides you through some of that. All right. Moving along, um, the next section here is entitled Warfare Prayers. Okay, whoa, <laughs> warfare. What are we talking about here? Well, this, this goes back to some teaching that we find often in the New Testament, and we certainly see examples. Uh, an example that sticks out in my mind can be found in uh, Daniel chapter 9, where we get a very vivid uh, picture uh, in this, this kind of battle in the heavenly realms occurring. Um, 
Paul talks about it in uh, Ephesians uh, chapter 6 about that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but in the spiritual realms and the principalities of the air where this battle occurs. And so it's a very real thing. We know this to be true. There are ways in which we can engage in, in the book calls it warfare prayers. I, I would call it very powerful, directed prayers that engage the spiritual realm. And the guidebook here talks about examples of warfare prayers. Um, Part of what the book talks about here in the very beginning, I just want to read this opening paragraph. Um, This is, if you have your guidebook, it's about page 45. It says this, Prayer is not only communion with God, it is also confrontation with the enemy. When Jesus was on the earth, He came face to face with the devil when he was tempted in the wilderness. See Matthew 4 and Luke 4. And every time the enemy tried to tempt him, Jesus responded with a reference from the Bible. This is is important. He used the sword of the truth to defend himself from the enemy's attacks. In these exchanges, Jesus didn't confront the devil as God. He confronted the devil as a man with the word of God. And we should do the same thing. So one of the things that's very important is that when we feel led to pray, uh, as the book talks about warfare prayers, we don't go into that unarmed, okay? Scripture is very clear of the spiritual armor that we're to take on uh, as we engage in the heavenly realms, as we go go to battle, uh, should we say, in terms of living this life, following Jesus, there's those times when we feel the uh, the closeness of that encounter in the spiritual realms. Maybe sometimes it's when we are facing temptation. Maybe it's sometimes we're facing uh, maybe illness, maybe just difficulties in our lives. Now, I want to be clear on something here. Um, I don't believe we need to approach life in a way that there's a devil under every rock and behind every tree. We, through the blood of Jesus Christ, are overcomers. That is, a, that is a confirmed victory that we have in Jesus Christ. That was established at the cross. But there are those times when we need to get very focused in our prayers, okay? And sometimes we've got to make sure that we are fully armored up in the armor that is provided. Again, you read Ephesians uh, Chapter 6, verses 13 through 17, Paul gives this incredible description of the armor of God. And so the guidebook gives us some references and some tools in how do we pray these kinds of prayers, okay? And so make sure you access the book for that. And again, this could be part of a, of a, um, a discipline that maybe you've never uh, used in your prayer life. Maybe this is something that is is kind of new for you. Well, allow this book to be kind of a tool to maybe teach you a new discipline about praying in the spiritual realms, praying warfare type of prayers, okay? So that that's a, a, a very important section in this book. Um, it's got many subsections to it, so just be aware of that. Um, it's a pretty pretty large area. Now, the next area of this book, and I think it's one of the most important, it's how we focus our prayers toward others, okay? 
a lot of times our prayer life can be really centered on ourselves, our needs, um, our wants, our pain, our burden, our troubles, okay? Um, And again, nothing wrong with that, but there is so much more that, that can occur in our prayer life when we start thinking about other people okay and their needs this section of the book here this is the uh, the sixth section it's called praying for those who need god okay listen to how this starts out god desires everyone to know him he says in his word that he would leave the 99 to go after the one who doesn't know him as followers of christ we are called to partner with him in praying for those who don't know him to come to know him as their savior. So this is, this is a prayer that is something, a discipline in prayer that is something that can be massively impactful in the kingdom of God. This is the kind of prayer that begins to get our hearts in alignment with the heart of God as it is, as it is still the grace of God that is going out to draw people to himself. And so um, the, the guidebook teaches you how to do that, asking the Father to draw them to Jesus. There's a great tool in, in how it teaches you to pray that way, binding the spirit that may blind their minds from Jesus Christ. Okay, how do we pray in such a way that people's eyes are open, that their spirits are loosened in such a way that they can sense and receive the grace of God that is drawing them to Himself? Okay, um, how do we pray in such a way that that others may have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Okay. Um, This is powerful because we want people to understand that when they take a step of faith and as we're praying for them to take a step of faith toward Jesus, that it's a lifelong relationship. It's not a one-time decision. Um, Praying for others that other believers would cross their path. Okay, that's, that's another way that it teaches you how to pray in such a way that God would use other people to lead them to himself, all right? And then um, releasing the spirit of wisdom and revelation on them so that they may know God better. So many ways that we can pray for other people to know Jesus Christ, okay? Now, the last section of this book, it's a personal prayer focus. And this section here is really devoted for you to reflect, for you to um, kind of meditate on what have you learned in this 21 days of, of prayer? What are some of the things that God has spoken deeply into your spirit about? What are some new disciplines that you have learned along the way? It has sections in this book for you to kind of write some things down. It's got some area for you to journal. Um, there may be some times, <clears throat> there may be some times when through your 21 days of prayer, God has spoken in your spirit about certain areas to be praying over. Maybe for you, it's um, some specific things about your family, maybe your neighbors, where you work, um, our government. I mean, who knows? Write it down. Write down what you sense in your spirit God is speaking to you about. Write down in this section of the book 
maybe some, um, some specific answers that you have seen in this last 21 days. Um, it's so important that as we engage in this prayer focus, that we, we document as much as we can. Maybe that's journaling. Maybe that's making some notes in, in the margins of your Bible. Maybe it's dating like, oh, I, I, I offered this prayer to God in this date, and then I saw God answer it here. It is important for us to, to, to take time to do that. They serve as reminders of God's faithfulness. And that's, that's my biggest prayer for you, that as we journey as a church together through 21 days of prayer, we begin to see faithfulness of God in new ways that binds us together as a community of faith, that binds us closer to the heart of God, and it, and, it's, and it opens up so many new doorways for God to show that he could be trusted, that his heart is good, and that he is, he is moving and working on behalf of his people. If we pray and if we focus and we get intense, intentional about it, oh, we will see the hand of God move in some very powerful ways. The word is full of times where God's people humbled themselves and God moved and then the people of God responded, okay? So let's be looking forward to that. Let's be prepared for that. Uh, again, you got an email that has the link to this book uh, and other resources that are associated with 21 Days of Prayer. Um, I hope that this is something that just encourages you to move forward in your prayer life, in your walk with Jesus Christ. Um, I believe God has put situations and circumstances in order just as they are for us to draw near to him and to one another. Well, God bless you guys. I'm praying for you each day for the church, for our community. Let's watch with a sense of expectancy as to what the Lord will do next. All right. God bless you guys. I'm in this with you. Take care.